Well, once again, good morning, everybody. Uh, well, wouldn't you know? <laughs> a hearing aid go dead by the time I get here. Uh, anyway, this morning I'm going to bring a word from the Lord, uh, and <clears throat> I titled it "Who is Disciples of God or of Jesus." Uh, we, we read in the New Testament talks about 12 disciples of Jesus. Uh, they was with him for about three and a half years before the cross. They uh, followed him. He was their teacher. He was their leader. He was their God. He's our God. Uh, <clears throat> The definition of a disciple is a student or a follower of a teacher or a leader. So I say to you, if you are a born-again Christian, if you chose to follow Jesus, you are His disciples. We are all His disciples. And throughout the the Bible we are given instructions as his disciples uh, the uh, the Bible is our guidebook to the way we should live the way we should treat others the way we should treat each other and uh, just the way we should live our life uh, I'm going to start out in the uh, book of John, chapter 13, 34, and 35. Jesus is speaking to his disciples. A new commandment I give you, that you should love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. That's not a hard commandment. We, we love one another here in this church. I love each and every one of you. That's a pretty, pretty easy thing to do. Uh, it's easy to love people with like minds that striving to serve our God and uh, like I say it's just that's an easy thing to do but I've got more that Jesus has taught and showed his disciples to read here so in Matthew, uh, verse 22, 34 through 40. Uh, now in this, Jesus wasn't speaking directly to his disciples, but his disciples was there. They was being taught by what he done and the things he said. But anyway, starting in 34, 
But when the Pharisees had, had heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, they were gathered together. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him, and said, Master, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Uh, tempting him. They were trying to trip him up, trying to make him look foolish, trying to make him, uh, like I say, look foolish before the people and before his disciples that he was teaching. And uh, they, didn't, they didn't accomplish that very well. <laughs> they didn't make him look stupid. Uh, and, but anyway, Jesus said unto the him, the, the guy that had asked him this question, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And second is likened to it, that thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hangs hangs the law and the prophets. So, Jesus is telling us once again, not just to love one another, love your neighbor, love the people around you. They may not be Christians. We have to love them anyway. We have to, uh, we should be, as disciples of Christ, trying to win them over to Christ, trying to tell them about Christ, bringing them to know Him, that uh, that is part of our job. Uh, and to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with everything in you, with everything you got, uh, you should put nothing nothing before God. Um, I think I can say uh, I have I've, I've had trouble understanding that. Uh, I love my wife. I love my family. But when I put God first, I love them more. And and I think you could ask my wife that question. I think before I come to know the Lord, I loved her, but not like not like I do today. The Lord will change your heart, and and. Uh, He will give you a greater love than ever before if you just love Him first. Now in Matthew 5, 43-47, this commandment, 
I, I struggle with. I imagine some of you struggle with. And it says, Ye have heard that it has been said that thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. Jesus said to his disciples, But I say unto you, Love your enemy. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. That ye may be the child of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh it his son to rise on the evil and on the good and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love them which love you, what reward have you? Do not even the publicans do so. And if, if ye if you salute your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not the publicans so. Uh, it's easy to talk to you, for me to talk to you, and... Uh, salute you but he's telling us here we're to do the same with the enemies in our life uh, the people that has hurt you in some way that has uh, betrayed you we're still to love them we can hate their sin but we have to love them and pray for them that they will find a path to God and He will change them into somebody that's better. Um, that is, like I say, I struggle with that. There's people in my life that uh, I want nothing whatsoever to do with. But the Lord tells me I've got to. And I've got to forgive them. And I've got to love them. And pray for them. Uh, it, it may be tough. But God didn't say, if you can. He said, this is a commandment. Do it. Uh, in Luke 6, 37, Jesus says, Judge not, that ye be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Thank God for that. Uh, and like I said, I struggle with forgiveness sometimes. But uh, that's, I'm human. I will struggle but I will ask the Lord to help me with that and we'll get through it
And in Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20, And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power in heaven and earth, now he's talking to his disciples again, all powers in heaven and earth, has been given unto me. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Uh, this is his disciples. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you until the end of the earth. Um, Jesus has given us instructions. God's given us instructions throughout the Bible. The Bible is our guide. The Bible is the Word of God. It's the inspired Word of God. And I say to you, when you read the Bible, I try to do this. Before I sit down to study or to read, I try to get it in my head that this is a letter from God to me on the way I should live my life. That's a, I think that's a good way to do it. I think, uh, as Brother Bill has said before, it's, it's, you can't read the Bible like a novel. It's got some great stories in it. It's got some great stories. But don't read them as stories. This is God giving you His instructions, the things we need to know in this life, and to just, to just read it uh, it don't mean so much. But whenever he is talking to you, and that's what he's doing, uh, then there's a lot of, uh, it just makes a difference in the way that you read it and the way that you comprehend it and take it into your heart to, to read it as a message to you from God. Um, I've got a few more verses I want to read to you here. It's, it's not Jesus teaching His disciples, but yet it is. It is because His disciples were with Him. And all things He done, they seen, uh, they may not have understood at that moment, but it come to them. And uh, like I said, Jesus uh, wasn't going to be here to teach us face to face and he knew that and and he he chose 12 men to walk with him for about three and a half years before the cross teaching them showing them and telling them the things we needed to know and uh, through them 
we have the, the testimony of Jesus Christ set before us and we need to not ignore it. We need to get it in our hearts. We need to understand it. And we need to live accordingly. But anyway, this last thing I wanted to read is, is John 2, 1 through 10. And it's about a marriage, about a wedding. And the third day, there was a marriage in Canaan of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet came. Jesus' mother said, His mother said unto the servants, Whatsoever he says unto you, do it. And there were six, there set there six water pots of stone after the manner of purifying of the Jews, containing two to three. Forkings, I don't know how to pronounce that word. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a measurement. Uh, uh, anyway, each one of them uh, had two to three of these measurements apiece. Uh, Jesus said unto them, Fill the water pots, and they filled them to the brim. And he said unto them, Draw out now, and bear to the governor of the feast. And they buried. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and knew not which it was, he didn't know Jesus had performed a miracle here and made wine out of water. He just knew it was wine now. That's what it tastes like. But the servants which drew what the water knew. The governor of the feast called the bridegroom and said unto him, Every man at the beginning does set forth good wine. And when men have well drank, then that which is worst. So you serve the good wine first, they get a little tipsy so you can serve some bad stuff and they won't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> but thou have, thou have kept the good wine until now. Now, I read this to say one thing. There's many, to me, there's Several miracles within this scripture right here. Number one, the servants just done what Jesus told them to do. I don't know that they knew who Jesus was. It don't say that. I don't know. But they done what Jesus told them. 
and they seen a miracle performed. And I say to you today, if you'd like to see a miracle in your life, if you want blessings from God more than you can contain, do as these servants did at a marriage in Canaan so many years ago. Whatsoever he says unto you, do it. Don't ask questions, just do it. He tells you right here what you're to do. Bill, Bill used a phrase last Sunday that <laughs> I guess I'd heard it before, but uh, about the Bible. Basic instructions before we leave the earth. That's our instruction book. It's written by God. I know man read it, wrote it, but God inspired what was put in it. If he didn't want it in there, it ain't in there. If he wanted it there, here it is. So I say to you today, whatsoever he says to you, do it. If the music people would come back up, we'll have an invitation. And I say today, if you have any needs, uh, if you have illnesses, if you have troubles in your life, come to the altar. Give them to God. He can take care of them. And I would like to ask Brother Bill to come up and stand with me. If y'all would like to come up, if you need prayed for, I'll pray for you. Bill will pray for you. Or if you just need some private time with God, come to this altar. This altar will and, and speak with God.